Sensor Global saves lives with automatic compliance and manages smoke alarms, gas and water leak detection with 24-7 remote management. It provides complete control, reduced risks and improved compliance for property managers. To find out more, speak to Anthony Booth or head over to sensorglobal.com. Welcome to the PM Collective Podcast. Today, our special guest is Hannah Welburn from Professionals Property Plus in Perth. Welcome, Hannah. Hi. So tell me um, a little bit about yourself just to start off with how long you've been a property manager, how long you've been in industry and um, and something about yourself. <laughs> okay. Um, I started in um, 2J, which is a country town. Um, and I started just fresh out of school in 2000 and I think the end of 2017, started 2018. Um, I gained my license in 2015, I think, um, and still a property manager today. So, And how did you start? Where did you start? In reception or? Yeah, just in reception. It was actually really funny how I got my, um, my position there. I went into the office um, and the principal of the company was actually sitting in there and I had a really good chat to him. And then I don't think I even really went in for an interview. They kind of rang me up and hired me on the spot. And I walked in on my first day and he said, the only reason I hired you is because you were the only person to come in, stay, have a chat. And um, yeah, it was a really nice interaction. So I thought we've got to have this girl on reception. Beautiful. <laughs> and how long did you stay in reception for before you moved up? Um, to Perth. I think I moved in 2016 so I'd only had my license not long and I thought I want to move to the glitz and the glam so I ended up um, working for a uh, they had a split portfolio so one that looked after owners which was a senior property manager and then the junior property managers looked solely after the tenants part of everything I then got poached for an office in Midland and then became redundant and then moved Um, one of my friends that I originally met in my first job in Perth, I moved, she said, oh my gosh, one of the property managers just quit, come and work for us, please. And then, yeah, I got the position through that way. And it's been really lovely working in this office. I don't see myself moving anytime soon. (laughs) And, and like we talk about property management, how there's lots of different positions. So you've got trust accounting, BDM, PM, senior PM. Are you just happy in your position as it is, or do you have any long-term plans to be in a different part of property management? Yeah, of course. I've, I've actually, um, I'll touch a little bit more on this, but I actually started doing my uh, registration course. So to become a licensed, um, I'm going to forget the word. Yeah, like, yeah to, get, to get your triennial. And <laughs> yeah, triennial. So, I mean, my long-term goal is to one day run my own office, um, but I think I've got a few more steps before I get there, um, yep. especially after the everything we've gone through in the past couple of years. So, yeah, but yeah, but I've honestly touched on almost every point of view of being in a um, property management office. I've done the admin, I've done the reception, and I've done the accounting, I've done everything that on um, those kind of parts. But property management is quite exciting because, I mean, each and every day is different to the next. So, yeah. yeah. And, and it's very, it's such a, 
Um, a similar story, like with every property manager you meet, how they've started in reception and then they've done all the areas and it's just such a natural, stereotypical progression. But <laughs> I am careful. I do know some people that actually are a property manager and just love being a property manager and don't want to move. And I probably have to be careful not to suggest you know, do you ever want to be promoted to a BDM or promoted to this? Because it's not about that. The promotions are, um, are lateral. Yes. Where, like, you know, we can we can grow to the sides as opposed to growing up or down in the yeah. job. So. Yeah, yeah. I suppose being a property manager, you kind of think, is there anything more that I can do? But your role's already enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so, like, today we wanted to talk about, and then it was actually your idea with the topic, but about the mental health and the support after certain events within um, our property management role. So we've spoken previously with um, like Michelle Rigg on a previous podcast, which was a which was creating a happy workplace. But this one's probably a little bit deeper, and I think it's a, a really great conversation to have with someone like yourself who is an employee to find out as an employee what you would expect from a business owner in terms of support and um, with if there was a traumatic event or support um, just in your day-to-day role. So that's what I wanted to um, – that's where the conversation will go today. Um, has there been any situation um, that, that made you think that this would be a good topic or is it just a general thought? Um, it is – Mainly a general thought, I uh, do, because obviously in every aspect that you're doing in property management, there's always one negative thing that arises, it, whether it be rent arrears, you know, even lease renewals, um, going out and doing routine inspections, and you know, all those kinds of things. But I think a whole, my point of view is domestic violence. Um, I'm known as the domestic violence queen in the office because apparently I'm the one that gets all those situations. And so you have quite a lot. I think I had about four or five in the past, I would say over two years, so it's not a large sum. Um, but it is, there's one that sticks in my mind because I was actually quite close with the tenant. Um, she was a lovely, lovely girl. And as soon as she said, I don't know, she came to the office one day and wanted to see me. And she said, I don't know if I'm being stupid, um, but these little things are starting to happen. And I said, don't trust your gut. Um, obviously if it's a change in the behaviour and you are concerned for your own safety and not comfortable going home, I would suggest acting on it. Gave her all the information and everything like that. It took a long process to get out and I was very involved in the middle because it was my first one and I didn't want to do the wrong thing. (laughs) So I ended up saying, you know, if you need a point of recording I'm happy for you to send me emails if something happens so at least you've got that point of contact and you can go through and you know I could have just said to it just make notes or you know talk to someone else that's uh, you know experienced in this industry um in this department and I think that's why I got so drained and connected with the situation um and the tenant actually flipped and started taking it out on me wow and I didn't I, don't, don't, I didn't do anything wrong at the point and I was trying to think back. I spoke to my principal about it. I said, I don't know why she's acting this way, um, you know, and then from that point moving forward she was twisting my words and because she used to come in a lot because she could only re- – she wanted me to explain things in front of her, which was fine, um, follow up with, you know, as today we spoke about this. Um, but, yeah, and then it ended up her just taking 
you know, all of me and saying I was the bad person and I thought I did everything in my power, you know, I, I was so focused on wanting to help you and make this situation easy for you. Um, and yeah, it kind of just got thrown back in my face and I was very upset about it. I, you know, it really affected me because I was trying to do the right thing. I like to be a good person. I like to try and, you know, be the best for everyone. And then that kind of situation, I'm like, oh God. and then you kind of go, you shouldn't get so involved. <laughs> but it, you know, it's hard because, and, and I was going to bring that up with you and say, is that in hindsight, did you get too involved in that? But yeah. you're damned if you do, damned if you don't, if you've got someone that comes into the office and is genuinely, you know, in a distressed or a concerned state, you help them. You don't just say, I'm sorry, go find yourself another friend. Like, yeah. how do you, I mean, in hindsight, do you think that you would have changed anything? In all honesty, no, because I know it helped her at the end of the day. And I don't, she didn't have a whole lot of information. So I was her point of information. And I think that's where the connection grew for her to rely mainly on me. I should have probably stepped back in the way of, you know, now that you've found a contact and you are going through the courts and, you know, you've got your support there, I should have redirected all her correspondence. Because in my head I was thinking, at least she'll have a paper trail for herself in court. Yeah, I don't need that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I probably shouldn't have got as involved. Um, but it was, yeah, it was, I think it was freshly when domestic violence was coming into our acts and, everything like that. So it was a learning curve for me as well. It was my first one. And then now, obviously, as the time goes on, you go, no, black and white, this is what you give and this is what you do. I'll give you advice and move on from there. So, yeah, I think that's obviously from me being, I want to be kind and caring and supportive. But at the end of the day, I think that's when you need to realise, step back and go, this is my job role and this is what I need to give her I can still be supportive in a less, <laughs> um, I suppose, attached way. But that's exactly how we learn by, you know, maybe overstepping a boundary a little bit and then going, oops, okay, yeah. I've now learned. And that's how we become good property managers. And I know that I always say to my staff, if you had an easy rent roll that had no problems, you'd be a shit property manager. <laughs> you need to have the crap stuff in between so that you can become better at what you do. Yeah. Um, and I like, it's hard. I just, you triggered a um, situation that we had where we've got this, um, this tenant and he is transgender and he identifies as, uh, as a woman and he, I'm um, sorry, I should say she, she has always um, been single. She, she's been a tenant of ours for like forever, for 10 years or something. And she came in and we always, we got quite involved with her and maybe maybe we also got too involved, but we were her close trusted network. So when it was her 50th birthday, we were invited as her property managers um, along with her hairdresser and her beautician. And that is her close network because um, I guess we were a safe option for her, just like yeah. your um, tenant was a safe option for you, um, for her. And um, I remember she came in and she was so excited because she'd found love but she'd found love with someone overseas from um, like, you know, some Siberia country where all the scams happen. And I just said to her, listen, it's a scam. Please don't send money. And she kept on going, no, no, if I just send money over, then, you know, they'll come over and it's my chance of love. And like we, we were those people that said to her, 
you fall behind in your rent because you've sent five thousand dollars <laughs> yeah. over you're in big trouble and like we had a bit of a joke about it but in all seriousness um i just said to her listen please be careful because it um it it smells and looks like an absolute scam and then um she uh, yeah so but then she turned around and she said to me ash she goes, it's fine for you, um, like, you know, being uh, being a, a, what she considered normal, like a, a, um, someone just attracted to men. She says, it's easy for you. So I'm trying to think of the correct legal terms so I don't offend anybody. That's yeah. why I was, like, stuttering on that. But she says, it's easy for you because she goes, you can easily find love. She goes, for me, I can't easily find love being the way that I am. So for me, I want to take the risk. And if that risk costs me $4,000, then so be it. Um, but, again, it was, like stepping so much into her personal life by her choice that it, it is hard to say yeah. I'm not talking to you about that that oversteps my boundary you do but you you it's it's hard I think anyone that says they don't do it is probably a little bit maybe yeah. on the colder side but, yeah. but it, <laughs> it happens hard. I mean being a being a property manager or you know even in the real estate industry you meet so many different people and there's going to be people that you connect with more than the next person and you know, you can treat it more as sometimes a friendship and then you kind of think, oh, yeah, got to take that step back because there is still that professional boundary. I mean, I've seen a lot of situations with property managers being close with the tenants, comes time for the final inspection and they go, you didn't tell me this or you didn't tell me that or whatever it may be and then that just blows up, you know. Oh, no, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) it does get hard but, I mean, especially I don't want to sound – rude or anything but even being females you know we do have that bit more of a feminine touch and we do connect more and we are a little bit more empathetic I was actually in um, CPD points the other day and they actually said males make better property managers because they're more factual they're straight down to the point black and white that's a bold statement (laughs) it is right was the male saying it no it was a female so I thought okay yeah that's what I thought luckily there's only like five male property managers in WA yeah (laughs) but I actually sat there and I thought I think that's what makes me a good property manager is that I am empathetic I do understand um because I've tried to bring myself back to being more black and white more factual and I sucked at my job I I found I was either upsetting someone a bit more I didn't have that little bit more of an understanding or, you know, I see your situation, but, and yeah, I just, I think it's very tricky to find the, I mean, even what am I, 10 years in the industry and I'm still trying to figure out that level and, you know, it's always ever changing. We're so, we're in so much demand. We're so easily accessible. Our phone rings through the weekend and we're still expected to work through the weekend according to our tenants and our owners, which is fine. You want to, you know, have that obviously connection and have that really nice connection of um, getting everything done for them as soon as possible. And I like to give that service as well. But there's some weekends that you sit there and go, I just wish that phone wouldn't ring. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I actually for the first time ever had a client yesterday asked me a new management client and his question to me was will you be available seven days a week if my tenant needs you and I'd never had that question before and I was like well yes sort of I said I don't want to advertise that I work 24 7 but if they call with an emergency yeah I'll deal with it but if they call for a non-emergency I'm not going to respond I said so I sort of don't know how to really answer that for you because I don't want to sound like 
you know, I'm not because I will, but I don't want to, you know, it was a, it was a real difficult thing yeah. to, I'm still waiting to see if I got that new management or not, but, <laughs> but it was just an interesting question I thought to ask. Yeah. So hopefully he doesn't want to negotiate out in fees if he's expecting <laughs> yeah. that as well. Um, so something that we just spoke about just briefly before we jumped on air was the, the fact that, um, like our, our head tells us that we should be transactional property managers come in do your job be un- will be unemotional to a certain st- extent don't take your work home but then your heart wants to do a good job and your heart wants to um, help people and stuff like that so what I guess let's talk about ways that maybe you or I um, can get that balance of um, being yeah being sensible with our job role and not taking it home, or is it just what happens when you're a property manager? Stay with us. We'll be right back. Inspect Real Estate, or IRE, is an Australian-based software company that is passionate about creating quality, customised solutions for agents, tenants, buyers, and property owners, designed by agents for agents, because we care. IRE has now processed more than 108 million inquiries and is currently being used by thousands of industry leaders. There are many time-saving products from booking and managing inspections within our flagship product ROL, creating and managing applications with ToApply and AppChecker, and tracking keys with Keyware, through to listing on Inspect Real Estate's free property portal, Tenant App plus so much more. Visit inspectrealestate.com.au or give us a call on 1300 934 721. It's a really good question. <laughs> I feel mental health obviously has become more and more a bigger subject in the last, you know, three to four years. So I feel property management's kind of been left on the back burner because no one actually understands how mentally draining the role can be. Um, I'm in quite a good office at the moment and we, all of us girls in there, um, plus our principal, he is a property manager as well, um, we do talk about things and we do have a chat but then sometimes I feel that's the end of it and we don't talk about it again. A couple of the girls will check in, you know, (laughs) two of us sometimes chat every morning on a Friday and just blurt out what's happened over the week, which is really nice. It's nice to have those conversations, especially with other property managers. Um, I'm probably trailing a little bit off, but it was funny. I was having a conversation with a property manager and she said there was a day where um, I was driving to work and I just wanted to be in a car accident or verge off and hit a tree. And I thought, I've had that feeling too. Do you know what? Let's just talk about that because that is a common feeling. And I don't think people talk about that. No. I've often, like, well, not often, but I've said before in the past, I'd like to get just a little bit sick enough that I've got to go to hospital and just lay in bed and and, do nothing. And just do nothing, but not sick enough for it to be serious. And that's, it's such a horrible thought. And for someone that's listening to this that thinks, what a stupid person to think that, it's more common than what you think. Honestly, after I heard her say it, I thought I think I heard it from another three different people and it was just outstanding because I thought, oh, my gosh, I've had that feeling too. And then it put a sense of normality back into my job role. And I know it sounds a bit weird, but I think, yeah, property managers sometimes just want to stop. They just want to disconnect 
And I mean, the last couple of holidays I've been on, I've taken my laptop or I've taken my phone because yes, we are so much more accessible. We can do things online. We can, our phone, I mean, my phone is my personal phone. So I am contactable 24 seven emergencies, everything like that. My emails are on my phone, you know, back from when I first started, I barely got a call once a month. I couldn't access my emails from home. My inspections were on a piece of paper that I used to write out and take a digital camera. Had to type them back up when you got to, you know, the office again. Whereas now it's all on your phone. You can send it. Everything is so instant. And I think it's just such a, everything's moving at such a fast pace. I think that's where that thought comes from. I just want things to stop for a second so I can catch up and then move on to the next. But being a property manager, that's not, <laughs> that just doesn't happen. Well, and did COVID um, lockdowns give that to you? Do you think that you that gave you a little bit of a stop and a break or not? Not, I mean, for myself personally, I don't think mm-hmm. um, because, you know, we were dealing with so many job losses and people not being able to pay their rent, um, you know, going from virtual inspections to, you know, walking through a house, but people not still being comfortable with us coming through, which is fine. It was up to them. We gave them the option to either do it virtual, we can come through. I think those things and adjusting, especially with rent increases, because before COVID hit, we were seeing the market inclining and our owners getting very excited because we haven't seen it in such a long time. Mm. So then they were thinking, oh, we're losing out of money. And then them asking if they could still increase and going, no, we can't do this. And all the new rules to obviously support the people going through tough times were changing. And to get, I mean, myself personally, I don't know if anyone else is feeling the same, but to get my head around it, to change what we've known for such a long time, what I've known for such a long time, it was hard to adjust. It was hard to make sure I wanted to give the right information without, you know, sounding like I'm so sorry, but you're going to lose money out for another year or, you know, for the extent of the um, memorandum. So I think it did slow us down for a little bit, but then it's also given a light on how accessible and easy it is to work from anywhere in the world. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I know um, this is sort of just going a little bit back about, you know, you know, just wanting to stop for a minute. But I've um, my email inbox, I get really stressed with my email inbox being too full. And I have recently had thoughts about just deleting my whole inbox and then just waiting for people just to re-email me again. Like I literally have been thinking, what would happen if I just did that? that. Just start from scratch. Yeah. Like I'm I'm not going to lie. I've had the same thought. (laughs) Isn't that crazy? Um, And like I, I was a little bit behind with my emails last week and I had a, my, my weekend was full of just catching up with my emails. I literally spent probably about 10 hours on my emails directly. And, um, and it was because, and what was stressing me out was that I was getting messages from owners who were really lovely and polite, but literally send me a message saying, Ash, are you currently on vacation? And I was like, no, I'm getting to your email right now. And I was two days. Um, that was a, that was a, someone who I had got back to within 48 hours. Fair call. Like I, I absolutely should have, and I normally do. But hey, I've, I've, like you can hear in my voice, I've been sick. I literally <laughs> couldn't work for a couple of days. I was a little bit behind. Um, and that's sort of the, the pressure and the demand you get. Yeah. And then working the full weekend just to catch up again. Yeah. Yeah. So. And that's honestly, I feel, I thought it was just me for quite some time. And then I was speaking to other property managers and 
they're all feeling the same. <laughs> and that is exactly the, the sole purpose of these podcasts for people to listen and to go, oh my gosh, like I think the same, I feel the same, I now feel normal as opposed to someone thinking that it's just them. That yeah. is exactly, and you'll be surprised at how many people actually um, feel exactly the same, And but we don't talk about it. Yeah. So we, 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 we never talk about the negatives or the, the crap stuff that we that we think and our thoughts and because they're personal. Yeah. But um, it is very, very healthy to get them out. Um, so let's finish off just by talking about maybe something that you think, um, so as an employee, what is something that you feel could really benefit from the industry, whether it's the industry or support or um, a like employer support um, to help like make this this job enjoyable, make this um, and to feel supported? Like, is there something that you would like to see more of, or something that you are already experiencing with your current um, job or previous or anything like that? Yeah, well, I think having open discussions about where your mind is sitting at at the moment, like like I say with the car and the other property manager explained she just wanted to hit that tree, not to, you know. Not, <laughs> not serious. To, not serious, but to get herself out yeah. of work for a couple of days. I think it's it would be a nice way to for property managers to understand that it's okay to feel that way. It's okay to switch off and not answer an email over the weekend. I mean – We are obviously in such high demand, so you do see those things coming up. And, you know, it's your choice if you want to log on, and especially after hours. I mean, our principal says, shut off. When you go home, don't answer emails. He does say after 6 o'clock because there are some of us in the office that still answer emails when we get home. But he says, you know, I want you to switch off after 6 o'clock. If I see an email come through, there'll be consequences. haven't seen the consequences yet, but it's just small things like those and being able to turn your phone off. I mean, he's an advocate of um, the do not disturb on your phone because all of us have um, our work phones as our personal phones. So he tells us to turn that on and make sure it's on by, you know, six or seven o'clock. You can still see your notifications, but at least you're not having that constant anxiety of waiting for your phone to ring or ding or whatever it may be. Um, I was thinking in my head it would be nice to have some sort of um, not so much, you know, maybe an industry offering something in the way of a counselling session or a therapy session just to talk through what you've experienced. If it is a traumatic thing like domestic violence or, you know, an aggressive tenant and things like that, because they are, they do sit on your mind and they do play like, you know, I, I know a majority of people being property managers go to bed and think about it. It's hard because I've only just started bringing myself into an aspect of I write down my thoughts for the day. Because if they keep going over and my partner, we have an offload and I just say, you know, get everything out of my head and I feel better. It's nice to get those thoughts off your head and, you know, be able to roll over to go to bed and have a fresh mind in the morning. I think that's where I disconnected from my own life. And as I was saying, I've started seeing um, she's a naturopath that does help with anxiety and depression and she... (coughs) turned around and she actually said to me, you are not your brain. And I connected to that and thought, I'm not a property manager. I need to disconnect from the role. I love it as my career. I want to continue it as my career being in real estate. But there has to have that point of disconnection to be able to live your own life and have your own ambitions and go and do things that you love. 
rather than going home and doing the work and <laughs> writing the emails and everything like that. Yeah, no, and that's really good. And it, that is, is exactly what reminded me um, of something that Michelle Rigg has talked about, and that is the connection of writing with your, like, with an actual pen, not yeah. typing on the computer, but the connection of writing down your thoughts in a journal. Um, and there's actually a science behind doing that mm. to help. And I think, um, like, yes, there's absolutely psychologists and counselors and um, good people that you can employ and appoint to help with um, with um, recovering or learning how to disconnect, but it's also just talking to people. Yeah. And I and I am a, um, an absolute advocate that you can just get the same amount of value just about from having a group discussion or a one on one with someone about a tricky situation or just venting or you know just having a real honest conversation as you would paying you know a few hundred dollars for a professional support of course yeah. professional support is there because people some people need it yeah. but there's also a very big benefit of just talking to people and journaling um which sounds a bit fluffy but there's a science behind it so maybe if you ask someone that is struggling maybe just start a journal and see how that goes yeah Call it the PM Diaries and publish it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was actually thinking I should write a I should write a book called "I'm Not a Property Manager" about the property management life. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, it's yeah. a good idea. You should, you should look into that. Start journaling, Hannah. It's been lovely to chat to you, and I really do hope that um, this does resonate with some people, um, so that they don't feel isolated with any of their thoughts or feelings. And it's really good to have the open discussions around the mental health. Yeah. And I know with um, PM Collective, we've got a lot of good things coming up which are surrounding that support so hopefully it only improves in our industry and um, definitely by sharing your story and your experience is definitely helping other people as well so thank you for coming on board thank you for having me the Grout Guy are leading experts in regrouting, waterproofing and tiling services nationwide. Property managers find comfort in their 10-year waterproof warranty on all full shower regrouts. Visit thegroutguy.com.au to rejuvenate your property's tiles and grout now.